Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad you're on the line tonight. Amen. And we're going to just wait, give a few more minutes, and then we'll go ahead. Uh, greetings in the name of Jesus um, tonight as well. And while we're waiting, I'll give you the scripture for tonight. Amen. 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 Tonight we're going to come from the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. And we're going to start at chapter 9. And we're going to deal with about three scriptures. And it will be... um, Actually, three scriptures. So that would be Matthew 9. And it would be 19 and 20 and 21. Not that it would be Matthew 9. And that would be verse 19, 20, and 21. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Let me turn the volume up a little bit. Make sure everybody can hear me. That way I don't have to um, wonder if everybody's hearing me. Amen. Matthew, the book of Matthew. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for the Holy Ghost and fire. God, hide us all tonight behind the cross. Hide us in a way that only the Holy Spirit can see us and perceive our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. We thank you, God, for another day that you have blessed us and kept us and held us in the palm of your hand. We thank you most of all for the blood of Jesus. We thank you. For the DNA of Jesus, we thank you now, God, because there's no other God just like you. We thank you, you know, for the activity of our limbs and everything that we go through all day long, all night long. And God, if we have sinned or against you, forgive us. God, if you said anything wrong, we say forgive us. Whether it's oppression, depression, suppression, God, if there's anything not in our hearts right, Forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you, Lord, because we're still breathing tonight. You've given us another day. Another day of glory. Another day. Tell people we love them. Tell another day because of your blood and your love. You have sustained us for such a time as this. Okay, this is the book of Matthew. And Matthew... um, The purpose of the book of Matthew was to prove that Jesus is the Messiah and the eternal king. Matthew was a Levite. Um, um, Matthew um, was a Jewish tax collector who who became one of Jesus' disciples. This gospel formed and connect the link between the Old Testament and the New Testament. One of the most favorite scriptures in this particular Bible says, don't assume that I came uh, to destroy the law or the prophets, but I did not, I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill a promise. And that would be Matthew 
um, 517. Amen. Um, let's see, Matthew. Um, it says Matthew is filled with uh, the Messianic language. Constantly he would say the son of David is used throughout the scriptures in this particular chapter. It says that um, this gospel was not written as a in a chronic chrono, chronological sense account, but the purpose was to present the clear evidence that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Savior of the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You're coming from again. Uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 9. And we're going to go with uh, the scriptures here uh, from Matthew uh, 19. Mm. Well, let's go 19, 20, 21. Matthew. 19, 20, 21. And uh, we will entitle this, Who Touched Me? Who Touched Me? 19 says this in the King James Version. It says that Jesus arose. And, and Jesus arose and followed him. They followed him, and so did his disciples. Verse 20 says this, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. 21 says this, this, um, and she said within herself, if I may touch his garment, I shall be made whole. Amen. Often preachers would preach this particular scripture about touching the hem of garment, the gar- his garment. Amen. Um, um, uh, it is a fact that a lot of times, in this particular time, the Bible was written that the women really weren't uh, near the men. They would, uh, even in, when they were in their synagogues, the women were separated from the men, even as the Jewish preachers or teachers would, would talk to or instruct them. And even when they would go home, that was the only time they could go and um, discuss the scriptures with them, amen, because it was the culture of the, the at this time, of the Jewish um, people and offsprings or the believers as well. And apparently um, there's something about touching something, whether it's like when you go first example um, just even to shop it's something about our our touching something it brings a contact with something whether we're trying on jeans or whether we're touching food and seeing um, you want this pack or that pack or uh, whether you're going through situations in your life to help somebody even get out of a car it's something about the sense of touching, okay, um, you know, and but that feel of touch. And this woman um, was uh, near Christ, but, you know, the disciples was there also. Isn't it amazing that? People can be around God, um, but 
are not touched by God. We might be touched by a form of God or a fashion of God or uh, touched by the scriptures or, or touched by what somebody's preaching or, or teaching, but, but the touch of a person. It's like a brand new baby. It's something about when you touch a, a brand new baby, the skin is soft and delicate and soothing and fine because, and the smell of the baby, whether it's the baby powder or it's just uh, whatever the baby has on, the oil, the baby oil, it's something about the touch, okay? And as a people, we have to be able to understand the touch of God spiritually, okay? So we take it out from the natural, which is the physical touch of a person or a thing. Um, And now we come into the spirit realm, and then we touch, we try to touch God, whether we're touching God in our prayers, okay? Uh, Whether we're touching God um, with our, our offering, whether we're touching God but of our devotion to him and the vision of his word, whether we're touching him as we're trying to live by his precepts, okay, and not our own. So there's something about the, 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 the medical term is they have, they call it tactile, T, tactile. So when you touch something, you sense something, you feel something. There is a there is a connection between the object and the person that has the object, or the thing that you when you go and buy a car, you they lift up the hood and they they let you look at the engine and see how clean it is, how smooth it looks on the inside. When you sit in the car, you touch the seat, so you you touch the the front of the the uh, right there where the steering wheel is, and sometimes you grab hold to it, or or you decide, let me go sit in the back seat and how it feels because you're trying to figure out how how it's gonna how it's gonna connect with you in the spirit with the with the back of the car and how much you can carry in the car and how many people passengers you can carry in the back because it's a sense of touch in the natural but now we take that to the spirit well then I go and see how much I can touch God how much I can touch somebody's life how I can touch somebody so that they will never be the same again or he can be touched in a way that I want to be like she is what she is or I want to uh, be like her because I've seen her far off where she's not teaching or preaching it, but I see something in her that she's living. So I want to be by be like her as a touch emotionally. And sometimes we stay in the land of touching the car, but we don't touch. Go into the land of touching somebody's spirit. Okay, and we all must have to remember that a lot of people are watching us, especially the believers of Christ. So those are uh, are confessing salvation. And it's not just a confession of salvation, but it's a possession of salvation. Okay. So when we are now, we have the audacity to say that we are disciples, we are believers, we are believers of Christ, okay? We cannot just say it's by action, but it's by what we do and what we say and where we go. uh, Because somewhere, somehow, some people might see you or know you or see your attributes, and they really see the real enemy in me. Okay. Yes, there is an enemy in us sometimes, okay? Um, because sometimes when we let people that would denigrate or hurt us or people would lie to us and all these things sometimes, we have to, 
the spirit will fight. The Bible says that, that there's a warring in our members from Paul, uh, the apostle said. He said there's a warring in our members, okay? Okay. But this woman, I believe that she was fed up with her situation. And as people of believers of God, we have to be come to the point that we are fed up with the, the, the situation that we're in and we're going to make a change, that we are no longer going to be the same, that we are moving out of flesh and to move in the spirit and do what God has called us to do as believers of God. Um, we can no longer uh, perpetrate or we can no longer act like we're saved and we're not saved. We have to learn to stand there for with our loins wrapped with truth in our inner man and be what God has called us to be. Where here was a woman, I'm sure she had spent, heard many times about Jesus because Jesus was famous at that time. Um, uh, there wasn't people going around healing the sick. There wasn't a whole bunch of people. Um, well, there were people with money. There were power. But they didn't have the same things that people were sick uh, and lonely and homeless. Uh, and they heard above about our Jesus, our Elohim God, our God more than enough, uh, the man that created miracles. Uh, in fact, that man who was a part of the DNA of Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, and God himself. Because the Bible says there are three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. So this woman, she had to be coming behind the apostle, okay, because there's here's Jesus, and here's the uh, apostles, because they were following him, and which means the woman was somewhere near, behind, or to the side of them. But she was desperate, and we have to learn to be desperate in prayer, desperate in love, desperate to know and live like Christ wants us to do. We have to be so desperate that our lives change towards our families. We have to be so desperate that our lives change before even the enemy. We have to become desperate in God. That all I want, God, is just your touch. Well, this young woman, this woman, and it does not particularly say what her name was or what tribe she came from or, or, or how old she was. The only thing she knows, she was in a state of she needed help from God. One. And two, you let now know that this woman had an issue with the blood an issue concerning her DNA, the issue of her knowing that she was bleeding for the last 12 years and she was desperate and she heard that Jesus was in the midst, okay? And she didn't really care about who was around her, who was near her or who was for her or who was told who, who she can touch him or who can, she can find him, but she made up her mind that if nothing else failed for us all this time, I've got to find and touch Jesus for yourself. And just like the, the apostles, they followed him. They didn't recognize he was the Christ. They knew he was Jesus. But they did not know that he was the Christ. He did not know that he would soon die. And be resurrected again. Isn't it strange that sometimes you can be around people than you, but you don't really know who they are. Okay, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, the family members or people that we know on the job, the past jobs, or people we see in the stores, they may not know the the Christ in you, but they see the signs of what you are. Whether you're a hellraiser at home. Your hellraiser in the store, your hellraiser outside, okay, they recognize your spirit, man. Okay. 
And whether you love God, they recognize that too. And you say, how do you know that preacher? Have you ever been around a lot of people? And you walk in the door and they might be drinking, they might be smoking, they might be cussing, but all of a sudden say, oh, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. Why? Because they recognize the Spirit of God in you. Well, here this woman, she recognized the Spirit of God. Okay? And she probably heard about uh, his miracles because he had been traveling throughout, okay, healing people. Whether it was in a cave, healing people were insane. Healing certain people because of his reputation, she was drawn to the miracle. And the miracle was Jesus Christ himself. That miracle was standing before her, standing right there between the the disciples and her, and she said within herself, Have you ever been in the store and you begin to say to yourself, you know, I don't know if I really need this. Or do I really want this? Or maybe I'll go to another place. She was saying to herself, within herself, if I can just touch him. Okay. I don't have to be very long. I don't have to be be, be really loud and rambunctious or or I know this and I can do that and I've got my uh, DNA and I've got all this. No, but she said, I thought within my own self that I could imagine I'm healed if I can touch him. I can imagine my life has changed if I can touch him. Uh, if I can just, just, I can just, if I can just touch him. Because when you touch somebody, there is a contact. Okay? Contact. There's a connection between you and God when you you reach God. When you touch God in your prayer, there's a spiritual contact between you and God. When you pray with fervency and not faint, there becomes a spiritual contact with God and know he made a way for you. Uh, and this woman that was was bleeding, okay, every time you bleed, okay, there's a sense from your body that you're losing something. Okay. That's why when somebody uh, is on a football field and they fall down and they're hurt and and they call time out and they come out and they get their little bandages or, or they get the physician to come out and, and see, well, is it okay? Can you get up? Can you walk? Because there's been a contact. There's been an explosion of the blood and the blood now has a, a lack of, of, of a flow in a certain area of your body. And when that flow comes, you're losing something. Okay. And the Bible says that 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 out of the issues of a heart, okay, out of the issues of body, all of us have issues. Every human person, uh, whether pres- present, past, or future, um, uh, uh, we will have issues. We'll have physical issues, whether it's high low pressure, high pressure, uh, uh, all kinds of diseases. Um, all of us have, every human, human person is born with some kind of issue. My issue might not be your issue. Her issue might not be your issue. Um, um, you might not have the same issues as your grandmother, your great-grandfather, but in your bloodline, hallelujah, there's issues that we have to deal with. But this particular woman, her issue was an outer issue. Her issue that her blood flow was overflowing, okay? Our body was over, her body was overflowing 
to the point that she could not stop bleeding. Okay. And when you lose blood consistently in your body, whether you're male or female, the fact you begin to feel faint. You begin to feel like you can't make it. You, because the blood loss, okay, you don't move as fast as you used to move uh, in the spirit realm. When I don't pray like I ought to pray, I have blood loss spiritually. When I don't fast like I do and I'm supposed to do, I have blood loss in the spirit realm. When I don't go to God on a regular basis, I have blood loss because my spiritual connection is not as strong as I know it's supposed to be because what there's a blood loss. There's a contact that's missing in us, in the spirit realm. Okay? But but God. But God because this woman said, Listen, this might be the last opportunity to touch God. This might even by my last uh day to live. I've been I've been bleeding for the last Twelve years. This is my last opportunity to get to the man called Jesus. And there's a force when you touch. There's a force when you release something, even to your children. You don't even have to be in person, even by the phone. Sometimes things that mothers just give to their children is a release. In the spirit realm, there's release in our grandchildren. There's a release on our friends. Why? Because we have that word. We have a contact. And it's not so much a physical contact, but a spiritual contact in our lives. We might not always understand it. We don't even know sometimes whether our children understand us or or we don't even listen to us. But you know what? Somewhere, somehow... They'll turn around and say, well, Mama, Grandma, I thought that she said so-and-so. Because we are constantly, we don't realize it, especially as mothers, we don't realize that we're constantly releasing to our children. We are constantly, spiritually releasing to our children, our grandchildren, our friends, our neighbors, releasing. We're constantly releasing in the spirit realm. And even though the disciples didn't recognize what was going on, there was a constant releasing even to the disciples. Why? Because the disciples were following him. So they had to get some of the release. They may not got him all the release until Christ died. But there was a constant contact. There was a constant uh, uh, shifting of what his words are into the spirit of God. And here this woman that was bleeding for 12 years, uh, this woman that probably had just about run out of all of her money. You know she probably had been to physicians for years and, and maybe sold mostly all she had. Because sometimes mothers do that. Sometimes mothers do that. Mothers will give everything they've got to everybody else. And sometimes they'll hold just a little bit left just to hold for another day because they know they've learned how to trust God. But this woman, she said within herself, if I can just touch, which means she recognized the anointing. She might not know exactly what it was, but she knew that if she could just physically have a contact, even just for a second, that her life, her spirit, her DNA, her body would be healed. And saints, I want you to know, if you get that one touch from God, when you know, you know that you know. One, that you needed, and two, that you wanted, and no. Three, you know you, you feel that you know you got to ask God. God will honor 
you because of the touch that you are desired to have in him. Because the Bible says that that tomorrow is not promised. And my contact with God must be now. And every day that we live on this earth, we need a right now contact with God. You don't need a contact from like yesterday or contact for tomorrow. Every day is our contact day. Every day is our prayer day. Every day is our please God day. Every day we need to be in a contact or in touch spiritually with God. And that's when the Holy Spirit can move because you recognize his power. You recognize his instructions. You, you, you recognize that he's moving on your behalf. And, and when you stand and wait for the manifestation of his glory, then you can realize that you have power in God, with God, for God. Because he loves us. In fact, he died on a cross just for us. But before he died, he touched this woman. And not just a physical touch. Yes, the first was physical. Skin to skin. And not even skin to skin. It says he touched him with the hem of his garment. He never touched him with her physical skin. But he says, if you, I can just touch the hem of his garment. And that was faith right there. Okay. Faith. The Bible says, for faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So he, she believes it by Faith. And because of her faith, she received what she got. And sometimes it's hard to move by faith when you prayed and prayed and fasted and you prayed and you waited and you prayed and you cried and you prayed and you don't know when it's going to happen, but you realize it's, it's going to take, take forever and, and, and I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's faith, it's faith. He doesn't tell us when. He doesn't tell us now, but he said he will. He said, he shall supply all of our needs. He doesn't tell you on the uh, uh, November uh, 2000, so and so and such a time of the hour, that he says he does not give us the day or the hour, but he said he shall supply all of our needs. Well, I want you to know, I think he had a, 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 a word from the Lord because in this great moment of touching spiritually, just to him, you, you just got to get to him. You, you, you don't have to touch all of it because she said, if I can just but touch, she, owns, she really prophesied her own self, that I can just touch the hem of his garment, I can be made whole. Almost like the, the little engine and the kids would say, if I can just touch, 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 like a like a little engine, little chain say, chukka, 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 if I can, chukka, 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 yes, just I can just, yeah, you can touch. If you can just touch the hem of his garment. I don't want a whole garment. I don't want a whole conversation. I, I don't want a whole uh, situation and you prophesy, you pray, you lay hands on me, you lay me out in the spirit. He said, no, all I just want for you to do, master, teacher, I just you want you to touch the hem of your garment. And in that garment, in that touch, Madhava was the virtue of God. And that's what we got to proclaim and believe God, that when God touches us, he will release 
his virtue. He will release some touch that our lives will never be the same again. He will release with such just one touch that my, our whole universe changes. When he touches us with the awesomeness of his love, our whole lives are changed. When he touches us, we will never be the same again. wonder why I say to myself sometimes, there are a lot of believers that don't say um, that they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And then they go back another day later. They're cussing and screaming. They're fighting. They're running around. They're cheating. They're lying. Because this woman says, but if I could just touch, if I could just this one touch, and I don't understand these things. This, they they got to have a church touch again and again and again and then and then we have to repent and this and another. And yes, we have to do. But in this particular scripture, this young woman who was nameless, timeless, uh, 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 whichever tribe she was in, she didn't really care about anything else except having a touch, a minute, microscopic touch from God. And that touch released virtue. His touch, her touch, the blood dried up instantly. Her touch renewed her. Her touch touched her DNA. Her touch. Something about the touch of God. Now, I can't tell you on what day uh, I exactly I've got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. I can't tell you what day or hour um, uh, where I was, who I was with, what state I was in, all this stuff. But all I know that I felt the virtue of God in me to know that I was touched by the hands of the master. Just like this woman. She wasn't concerned about what tribe she was from. She wasn't concerned about how much money she had or she didn't have uh, in an offering. She wasn't con- uh, worried about anything else. But all I know, the scripture lets you know that she was suffering. Okay, just like Paul said in his word, he said, all that really matters is his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. And we must come to that conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, is that all that matters is his resurrection and his suffering, just like this lady did. For 12 years, she had to suffer. She had literally had blood dropping from her body for 12 long years, okay? And one thing about when you lose blood constantly, constantly, blood, blood, the body begins to have a certain smell. The blood... um, thinks the blood has an odor to it, the blood uh, around you, let that somebody smell it. Have you ever been in a, in, a, in, a, in a crowd and all of a sudden you smell something? And you know somewhere, somewhere somehow, uh, uh, somebody had released something. Well, this young lady, this lady that was suffering, 12, 12, um, last week, one of the definitions of the number 12 was judgment. Okay. Okay. So she was bleeding for 12 years. Yeah, for 12 years, she had to sit and bleed and, and clean herself. For 12 years, she laid down in blood. For 12 years, she got up in blood. Uh, where she went, the smell was with her. 
12 years, I'm sure a lot of her family members disowned her, didn't like her, didn't want to be near her for 12 years, all this uh, thinking about God, what did I do to deserve this, what did I do that all this thing fell on me, what did I do, uh, am I, am I, uh, is something, something, you know, because the first thing that anybody will make you say, well, something's wrong with you, that you did something wrong, you're suffering, you deserve that, and you go ahead and kill yourself and die, because the enemy talks to you when you allow it, but you got to learn to say, uh, uh, get behind me, Satan. Okay. And then that time, remember, the women, they were dressed in these long uh, garments and all this covering all of, over them. And, and whether you're in Iraq or Iran, Egypt, they were always covering in, uh, all this stuff. And, and then and all this odor and all this smell and all these people didn't like her who didn't want to be around her. All those people. But this little woman had enough sense to get to God. Is it amazing that people in this time of turmoil and and distress, um, uh, whether it's this country or other countries, people don't want to get to Jesus. They won't run to Jesus. They don't want to submit to Jesus. Even even some of them in the church, they don't want to submit to Jesus. They want to go to church. They want to have a good time. They want to leave a good offering, but they don't want to submit to the Holy Ghost. They don't want to submit to change their lives. They don't want to submit to treat the families right. They don't want to submit. Hallelujah. And it is amazing that the enemy would allow them not see what they're doing. But here, this woman that loved God enough who was willing to give, put her life on the line. Because not even only the disciples, but the other people that were falling behind disciples could have even just uh, ran over her, stepped over her, and, and smashed her down. But when you make up in your mind to touch the hem of God's heart, when you make up your mind is, I don't need a whole bunch, God. But all I need is just a little bit of your virtue. I need a little bit of your power. I need a little bit of your excellence. I need whatever I need from you, God, because I realize I can't breathe without you. I can't think without you. I can't do nothing without you. In fact, I don't even know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. But right now, God, right where you sit, right now where you are, do you really know Jesus and the pardon of your sins. Have you experienced the virtue of God in your life? Because she said in his word, her word, she said, God, if I could just touch. If he ain't enough about the disciples, sometimes we have to go to God for our sake. We'll have to pray so and so. Yeah, you need to pray for people, ask for prayer and stuff like that. But sometimes we need to get to that place where we have to go to God and tug on him so hard, so fervent that he recognized who touched him. See, you can have a thousand people touch you. But it's about that one virtue from that one man can stop you from getting where you need to be in God. But many people were around. But this this one virtuous trust word from God to heal her. All 12 years blood dried up. All the tears for 12 years dried up. All 12 years of suffering. All years of family members and people around her smelling like a a dead dog. 12 years of persecution. 
okay, 12 years of crying out to God. 12 years of hurting. You don't know whether she had family or not. But if she had a children, you don't know whether the children even wanted to be around her mama. But this woman, who was nameless, realized she needed a touch from God. And we have a people, whether male or female, we have to realize that we need that virtuous word from God. That virtuous touch from our spirit man. Our church, our virtuous desire to know him and the pardon of his sins. Our virtuous desire to never, ever, ever be the same again. And when we realize that we can't make it, we can't get through without the day. And if without God, we would not still be living. But we know that we know. Okay. Even in Romans, says he says, and we know that all things work together for the good. So I can re- recognize and think about that woman saying, if I know, and we know, it took 12 years, but we know. God work it out. We know God's the time of the season, but you know. And I'm waiting for you, God, to heal me. And she says, if you can but touch. Well, this young lady got a physical touch. Her body was healed. The blood was dried up. But us saints and believers and non-believers, We have to go to God for ourselves and say, Lord, touch me, forgive me, hold me, because I realize you, and without you, God, I can do nothing. Okay. Almost like Nicodemus when he said, he came to Nicodemus by night in the book of John, chapter 3, and began to tell him, He said, oh, teacher, I know that thou art a teacher from God. This woman realized that she was the Christ. He was the king of glory. He was the God more than enough. He was the Alpha and the Omega. He was Jehovah Jireh. He was. Jehovah Niskani. He was the shepherd man. And she was healed because she looked and said, If I can but touch the hem, the bottom part, the excess, I can be made whole. And I'm asking you tonight, whether you're saved or un- not saved. First, if you uh, have not given your life to uh, Christ tonight, I ask you to give your life to Christ. I ask you pardon of his sins and ask that God would come into his life in the book of Romans 10. And if you are believers, check yourself and know, am I am who says I am? Am I living, living like you want me to live? Am I being, walking in a spirit of excellence? Am I letting this light shine upon your hill, God? Uh, because I never want to be without you. Um, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' my name, that no many no matter what we're going through in our lives, we all have afflictions. But Christ promised us that he would heal us all of them all. He would take care of us. He would provide for us. He will make a way for us. 
he will give us favor. And some of us will just, he will just give us overflowing favor. And there's some of us, we just have to go through because it's keeping us on the face with God. Amen. So, Father, we thank you now for our children. We thank you for our grandchildren. You thank you for this word tonight, more like ever before. I thank you, Lord, because I believe that somewhere, somehow, there was a virtuous touch from God tonight. It wasn't long, but I feel your power. I feel your anointing. I feel that you're in the place where we are. We thank you, God, for the overflowing of the anointing, God. Everybody's on the line. We thank you for your fervent power. We thank you for your excellent greatness. We thank you for all you've done for us, God. God, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And God, we, we prophesy to the wind of God. That God, this nation, these people, we us, we need you, God. We need you more than every necessary need. We thank you, God, because even if we don't wake up tomorrow, God, you know, you said you never leave us or forsake us, even till the end of the earth. I rebuke every retaliatory demonic force would come our way. We come against every spirit not like God that was on the line, near the line, or think about getting on the line in the name of Jesus. We thank you for our spiritual touch. God, I, I can almost feel your touch. I feel the anointing. I feel the fire of God in us. I thank you, God. God, you promised us that you would provide and and take care of our children. You promised us that our our households uh, would be saved. You promised us you would make a way for us. You promised us, God, you would deliver us. Even, God, we need deliverance from our own self inside. God, we thank you now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, most of all that we have had a contact in the realm of the Spirit. We thank you now for a contact in the realm of the Spirit. For in the Spirit of God, there is no time, no space, nothing but just God and you and you and God. For in no in this God, uh, nothing can stop us and block us and Hinder us, God. God, take us and put us in a place that we can feel your power. We thank you, God, for all for all on the line. I thank you, God, because you are God more than enough. I thank you for the excellence of grace. We thank you, God, and we thank you, God, for empowering us to do what you call us to do. We thank you every word, every precept, every thought. And God, help us to be better disciples of your word. Help us to disciples of your thoughts, your dreams. God, put us in a place that you would be like Daniel to be proud of us. Give us a spirit of excellence in everything that we do and everything we say and, and everywhere we go. God, give us the excellence, the spirit of excellence that we might represent you, Christ, the King of glory. And God, I say to you, thank you. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your impartation. Thank you for the blood itself that was on the cross. The blood that when you died, you shook the earth. 
the blood, hallelujah, of Abraham, Isaac, David. We thank you for the blood of our predecessors. We thank you, God, for our predecessors and our grandchildren to be as you keep let the world last, God. We thank you, God, for the mind of Christ that we walk in the spirit of who you are. Not form, not fashion, but we thank you, God, for who you are. For heaven and earth will pass away, but your words say, not your words. So we choose to uh, uh, work and stay in the will of God and holding your hand. God, if there's something in us, not in our, in our hearts, not right, cleanse us. And God, there'll be times in our life that your word said to tie us to the horns of the altar. Because sometimes, even in our shortcomings, we might say things or do things or or think things that are not like you, God. So tie us to your cross. Tie us to your altar. Tie us to your word. Tie us to your Bible. Tie us to your principles. Tie us to your values. Tie us to the spirit of excellence. Tie us in every way we can be tied up and tangled up in your work. In the matchless, creative name of Jesus, Jehovah God. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for this quiet word. We thank you because sometimes, even like like Elijah said in the mountain, sometimes he comes in a small, small, still voice. God doesn't always do the same thing the same way. But I thank you for this powerful, quiet word. That even in the situations in our body, our spirit and our mind, that you are there for us to touch you spiritually. Because once my spirit is touched, the outer man radiates. When my spirit man is touched, there's a change in my heart. There's a pep in my step because I know I've met you in glory. Hallelujah. When I touch you in the spirit realm, God, I am more than a conqueror. When I am touched by the living God, and the hem of the garment of God. There is power in the realm of the spirit radiating outward to our spirit man that we can do what God says we can do. And we walk in the faith and the past and the path who whom has called us. And Jesus, mighty, illustrious, his name, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, I thank you um, for listening tonight. Um, I don't know who's on the line, uh, but if there's anybody on the line um, that wants to say anything, um, you have your um, freedom to speak now, and uh, if not, um, we we ask you. Yes. Amen. Okay. We, we just um, thank God I for that powerful word, um, prophet is on tonight, a point of contact, a spiritual point of contact, and um, that's what we are uh, speaking for is that point of contact is, is we can just touch and connect in the spirit realm. Some of have uh, experiences hemorrhages in the spirit realm. They experience uh, internal bleeding in the spirit realm. Um, but God, you know, allow the Holy Spirit comes in and be able to do surgery to stop the bleeding. 
And so we thank God for that. That was a, uh, a powerful, uh, powerful word, you know, to let us not to allow ourselves, not even just to get the spiritually uh, hydrated, but not allow ourselves to bleed out um, because yeah. it's power in the blood. That point of contact is the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And that point of contact uh, that brings forth is that point of contact that will bring forth deliverance and healing, breakthrough, manifestation, miracles. So we, uh, we give our point tonight uh, for that powerful word. And we thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We thank you all tonight. And um, we pray that everybody be able to stay in uh, contact on tomorrow night. We open up our uh, official revival on tomorrow, our fourth mm-hmm. uh, annual Godly Women Empowerment. We had did advertisement, did commercials, we did uh, the flyers. And they're out. They're hot in the press. And then we're looking for a mighty move of God to take place on uh, this weekend, uh, starting uh, tomorrow night. It's Apostle Adelaide out of uh, Holly Springs, Mississippi. And then on tomorrow and uh, Saturday night would be Bishop Paula Hopkins. Amen. Out of Coral, Texas. And uh, on lastly, amen, on Sunday, amen, we're closing out our very own property, Dr. Zender Lane. And then we'll be closing out that service on Sunday. So we're looking for a mighty move of God. It's going to be a usual type of service. It's going to be a usual move, a, shoot, a usual uh, shift. It's on um, the prayer, power of prayer, uh, praise and worship, amen, the word of God, amen. And we're looking forward for God to do what he said and do, amen. So just tune, uh, stay tuned for those who are out there listening to the podcast. Uh, to call us live starting Friday night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's 313-209-8800 with our podcast code 615-3528. And for those who want to tune in throughout uh, the week, please tune in throughout the week every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday morning uh, to get those services and download it to your pod, to uh, your iPad or your phone or computer, whatever, you can follow us on our website, official website at uh, elrprophetic.wix, which is W-I-X, site, S-I-T-E, dot com, forward slash podcast network. So for those who want to connect with us, amen, we're looking for a mighty move of God to take place. Amen on tonight. Amen, amen. And God bless you guys. Amen. Um, um, Apostle, um, I wanted you to know, do we have any way that anybody wants to donate to the broadcast? Do you have a, an address? Or or um, some people are like old-fashioned who don't uh, do a lot of things like you do, like you cash out or whatever. So anywhere you have a way we can do that as well? Uh, currently we do have, well, I mean, we have our PayPal right now all set up so we can actually send a link uh a link to the uh to their phones or um if they prefer or if they just prefer to go to um the website uh our website which is where our live podcast is playing um they can go to the last tab which is the contact um contact and they can um they can go ahead and put anything they want it doesn't matter what they mind is it really doesn't matter um is no God has to speak to them. There's no specific amount. I know with Anchor is like a specific amount with but with, with the uh because we have our own website, um, anything can go. You know, it doesn't matter the amount. Whatever amount that, you know, people tend to sow seeds into it, uh, that it just would be greatly appreciated. Just give us the opportunity to continue to keep spreading the gospel. Amen. And uh we are um uh, actually obtaining our P.O. Box address pretty soon, so we'll be getting that in. And those who want to uh, to send send it in, you know, you're more than welcome. God bless you. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying because some, some people like me, we're not good at, at spending, uh, doing that. So, so we'll have to get us a <laughs> P, P.O. Yes, P.O. Mm-hmm. Box address. So uh, we'll need a P.O. Box as soon as we can. So 
for the people. Yeah, we're working on it as soon as possible. (laughs) So we get that um, Mm -hmm. because um, we have to, um, uh, we're just sowing seeds. I don't care if it's $20, $10, either way. We just want to be able to get a regular PO box. (laughs) Yeah, as long as we, you know, how the Lord lead you, if he gives you five, five, to give you 10 cents. But we want to be able for people like me who are not good with this um, uh, stuff on the on the computer or, or um, putting, putting credit cards on the phone. People like me, thank God I have a daughter that helps me do a lot of stuff, okay, but not everybody can do that. Or who wants so to we do take, it. We take, we take the slide-in card, too. Yeah, so we... We know we're gonna we're gonna work on that, um, thing. Uh-huh. and so um, and then we don't know how we're gonna do with our overseas thing as well, um, because we have some people that are overseas that are listening. So we're going to promote that as well um, for the gospel's sake. Um, and we don't know what what God is planning for us, but we know mm-hmm. we already decreeing greatness. We're decreeing yeah. that we're going to have a move of God, and and I I've often tell my daughter that I always. Pray that God can open some extraordinary doors for us um, because we're doing this uh, now close to a year, really about doing basically right. all of this by ourselves. And we That's pray right. and we know that, that we're sowing to good ground. So if you're looking for good ground, um, and I'll get her up and running so we can get us a, a regular P.O. box, and um, then we'll we'll be on the road again. But otherwise, we have the cash app and the other stuff that she knows about, but I don't know. I don't need I don't do anything about her without her. <laughs> so, praise God. So, we thank you for staying tuned tonight. Uh, we thank you, those, for listening, those who will listen to this down the line who are not listening right away, um, and continue to uh, be with us during the week. Um, and, again, we're going to have a revival this week. So, uh, stay tuned because I just believe we're going to have an exhaust uh, uh uh, awesome time for the next three yeah. nights. So hold on to your shoes, hold on to your bag, bag and if your hair looks like might come out, then hold, take your hair off. Um, that's a good thing about the podcast. You don't have to have your 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 wig on or any other thing on. You just listen because God's getting ready to do something. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited uh, for what He's getting ready to do. Amen. So, so Father, we you thank you. Clap your hands. <laughs> yes, yeah, clap your hands. Yes, we yeah. might have a little uh, cake. Yeah, get the take take everybody off mute and have a good time. We're gonna have That's some right. some knock down, bag out, clack down, get whatever you want to do, and make sure have your little water right by you so if something happens, you can Amen. drink the water and keep them moving. <laughs> Amen. We're gonna go in. We're going in to see Jesus, and I ain't coming out without my blessing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for whatever you're doing for us, God. We don't uh, we don't understand it, but we believe you. And we're doing all this for your glory. And I refuse to believe you're not going to bless us. I, I refuse to believe that you're not going to move open doors for us. I refuse to believe it because of the seeds of Abraham. And you remind us that who we are the seeds of Abraham. And I thank you, God, for this word tonight, that who touched me? And Jesus touched the woman, uh, the, the hem of his garment, and she was made whole. So I thank you for the touching and the moving of God by your infinite mercy. Well, thank you now, and God bless you, and y'all have a great evening. Bye-bye now.